Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sounders, episode 394 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker, and joining me as always is the one and only Big underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. We finally made it, Breaker. We finally made it. 394 was the yep, target, that and was, we got there. Yeah. We will see you guys next year. We're taking a break. Yeah, forget about 400. 394. That's the that's the big money. That's the number. That's yeah. the number we all were searching for. Yes. Um, man, we got some wrestling talk this week. Uh, we got some movie talk. We got a little bit of toy talk, some PHPW talk. Absolutely. Third, third Degree Sunburns is coming up. Coming right up. And then, of course, Cringy WCW. Yes. I'm excited to see what you... This is a fun tournament for me because I don't actually know what you're going to pick and you don't know what I'm going to pick. Right. And here's another thing. We could actually pick the same moment and have to redirect yes. live on the air. Absolutely, we could. And so we'll kind of go over the results of the of the last week's you know match, which is, of course, the Yeti mm -hmm. and Hogan in the physical Dungeon of Doom. Yes. Ow, that water's so cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> So, so bad. But uh, that will be, honestly, will be hard to narrow down to eight. So oh, yeah. Big I'm looking time. forward to it. Uh, we don't really have any, like, news off the top, I guess. We have never, like, had a segment there. But um, I think the most popular thing we'll have to talk about is uh, is wrestling talk. So what do you say we dive into it this week? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break. Cracking them, buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out Stone Cold. Right back on track like nothing yeah, ever happened. Right, right. I love it. Uh, well, so this will be kind of the weirdest part of the podcast because we, uh, due to work schedules and such, had to record this a few days before it's dropping. So we don't know what happened on Rampage. Oh, we know. We know. <laughs> we're going to pretend like we saw it. We're like, oh, yeah, did you see that? Wow. Yeah. Wow. No. What an amazing event or letdown. He or her got himself in quite the predicament. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, so at full disclosure, it's a Wednesday. So actually dynamites tonight. And yeah. uh, the rumor is punk is showing up on rampage on Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think? 
You and I have very different opinions about this. We do. We do. Uh, which doesn't always happen. I don't think he's going to be there. You don't think he's going to be there? I'm not saying he won't. But when I look at things objectively, it looks like everybody has drawn their own conclusions to him being there. Sure. And of course, everybody's wanting to keep things a secret. And that that's the worst me, kept secret in the history of pro wrestling then. Right. But like, of course, everybody's wanting to deny, but no one's really saying like, <clears throat> no, and no one's really saying like, yes. I mean, it's Tony Khan literally said, I think everybody knows what to expect. I'm not saying he's not good at what he does, but he's done a lot of stupid effing things. Sure. In the well, last so, two years. So is Vince, though. But Vince is grandpa. You know yeah. what I mean? I, like, I get you. I, 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 he's just batshit crazy. You know, he's he's your crazy grandpa. And ha ha! Right. This is gonna be great shit, right? I, it's sad that he still owns the company and has control, but like, he's just crazy old grandpa. Tony Khan has no excuses. You know, I, I just I don't think it's going to happen because just because you say everybody knows what to expect, you're not coming out and say it. You're winking. You're right, but here's my thing is like if you wrestling has to have, in my opinion, those Christmas morning moments, and that's what gets us invested in a product. Of course. Do you not agree? Of course. We need those moments. Like I remember at All Out in 2019, Jericho wins the title. Mm -hmm. It was their second ever pay per view. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, they're in Chicago, punk's coming out. That's it. And he didn't. And I was just like, but there was no possible hype that he would it was just in my mind i thought if there was if they were going to do it this was the time do you remember when um i can't remember when it was it was already a year or two after punk had left they were in chicago and punk's music hit and then Heyman came out you remember that i do yeah and I remember thinking like that is the biggest troll moment wwe has ever had right I think this is just a troll moment. But there, there's got to be... I, I'm with you that it could be a troll moment. Yeah. And I think they might troll during the show. Mm-hmm. And like all of a sudden somebody comes out that you're not... I mean, because I think if MJF... I mean, granted, MJF's shooting with Jericho, but to me, like... I, I saw a tweet about MJF coming out to his music. Right. And I was like, holy shit. I want that to happen. And, and it doesn't necessarily have to be him, but somebody that's a, a heel that they yeah. want to do something with. If they came out to a cult of personality, yeah. which we don't even know if they can use that. It's Tony Khan. He's going to spend money on that. We assume that he can. Because to me, like that's CM Punk's music. Right. I mean, I mean, he used it in UFC too. So, yeah. I mean, he's going to be coming out to that. Right. But I know with UFC, there's a little bit different on rights and stuff. Like yeah. it's a little easier to get around and things of that nature. But regardless, they could lease the music yeah. if need be. And so... But if Punk doesn't come out, that entire crowd's going to be so disappointed. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the Red Ryder BB gun that you didn't get at Christmas. But, right. You know, and you're like, oh, man. But, but, dude, I feel like not necessarily AEW as a company, but, like, before AEW was a company, those guys were known for being trolls. And I, and again, I get the troll moment. And I, I just don't, I don't trust, I don't have faith in them that they're going to do something badass. Like, this is so funny because it's happened when people have heard this. Right. It's right already, I, it's know, I know. Yeah. It's already happened. So whatever happened, happened. Um, but like, 
So either I look like a dumbass or it just or looks, I look like a dumbass or it looks like we didn't record this beforehand and I just am trying to pretend. Yeah. Um, but like it's I just I don't have faith in the do something cool with with their track record. You know what I mean? Right. I get that. Like, but I mean, you I mean, think they, of, not that they haven't done a lot of cool shit. They have. I, I feel like they have though. Yes, they have. And, and I feel like you can look at the Stings and the Christians and the Jerichos and all those guys. Punk is to me the legitimizer that they've been looking for. Yeah. As far as like, hey, let's put a legitimate top tier star. And my thought is that he debuts at Rampage and his first match is at All Out, which is also in Chicago. Sure. That to me is. To me, it's money. Yeah. Uh, again, it all falls as like, does Punk want to do this? I don't know. Yeah. The fact that they haven't really gone and denied it. If if I were Tony Khan, and granted, like you, you said, he's done some stupid things. Yeah. And, and any promoter can be guilty of that. But the second I saw rumors of this, I'm not having Darby Allen cutting that promo. Right. No way. And I'm certainly... Not going to tell people, oh, they kind of know what to expect. Huh? Wink, wink. Yeah. I would have been like, well, you know, I've talked to Punk, and at this point, we couldn't reach an agreement. Maybe we'll work together in the future. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah like, he won't be there in Chicago. Right. I would have been direct and said that because I don't want people. It was like that rumor that Kenny Omega was going to be in, like, the 2017 Royal Rumble. Yeah. He immediately was like, yeah, I am not going to be, and I'm saying this because I don't want people to be disappointed right. when I'm not there. Right? Because... That's just when people start like, oh, Omega's in because AJ was in last year. Right. And, and he's not. And it's just like, oh, this sucks. Boo. Right. So I feel like when that when that happens, you, you set yourself up for uh, for disappointment. It's not, I mean, no different than Brian, Daniel Bryan at that one Royal Rumble in 2015. He had been gone for about a year. He announces out of nowhere, I'm returning and I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, he's winning. And I'm like, no, he's not. He I knew right away. He out pretty quick. Yeah. I knew right away he wasn't going to win because I was like, why would you waste that surprise? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that would have been like, what at a moment? Surprise entrant number 30. Like he was supposed to be the year before or should have been. Right. And he actually wins it this time. Yeah. It's a crazy moment. But no, they went with Roman and the, you know, Philadelphia did not enjoy that one bit. They didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> they booed the rock out of the building. He that's, wasn't happy about it. That's so weird. Yeah. So I, I will give you this. It may not happen, but I feel like if it doesn't, it's it's a stupid mistake. Huge mistake. It's a stupid mistake on Tony Khan's part if it didn't happen. Um, but here's here's hoping it did. And I look like a jackass. Yeah, hopefully yeah. I do want you to look like a jackass. Of course. Who, who doesn't want me to look like a jackass? I know. I know. Uh, tier one wants me to look like a jackass. <laughs> Absolutely. He does. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the punk mystery will, uh, will continue. And I'm sure next week when we record, we will be talking all about whether he showed up or he did not. Do you want to, do you want to place a wager on it? I do. What do you want to wager? (laughs) (laughs) $15,000. Done. (laughs) Um, I think, uh, two chops. I'm going to, I'm going to edit this out if I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you son of a bitch. Because <laughs> it'll have happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, again, I go back to. Okay. But also, what's what's the inadequate debut? Is it him actually walking in the ring and doing a 10-minute promo? Just him being there. Just just showing up at the end of the show? Not, not you know, I mean, I just, I think him being there in any capacity is, like, promising, like, making good on your promise. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that they promised it, but like, 
Well, now it also people have speculated that it could be a one-off, and I'm like, see, that's not a good idea either. Well, I thought I thought if it's if he's coming back, it's just to promote heels because of the relationship with uh, Stephen Amell. Right. I mean, because that makes sense. It does, but just a one-off appearance, um, like you, you get there's too much of a hype train there. I feel like we're coming back for a match to promote heels. Maybe you yeah. know what I mean, like a small, quick program. You know, yeah, it could be. It's hard to say though. Um, but in the midst of that, there's also the Daniel Bryan rumors. Yes, and and a few weeks ago, I said like, what if it's him? Well, and he and was I, originally the best in the world, right? And I look at that very much like this: if it is Daniel Bryan. And not Punk, I also think that that's a mistake. Punk could easily be the red herring here. Yeah, and it could absolutely be Daniel Bryan. Just and it could be a last minute thing, just to swerve them all. Right. Let's also not discount the fact that they could both debut the same night. Absolutely. And like maybe I, they just immediately feud for the best in the world. Well, and that and that to me would be like the the show starts at Rampage. We're live on TNT. Yeah, and then. You know, Flight of the Valkyries or whatever the song, they kind of remix it or whatever, and Daniel Bryan comes out. Yeah. Or, I mean, he used Final Countdown back in Ring of Honor. Like, what if they got licensed to that? Yeah. Like, I think the crowd would absolutely go insane. Tony Khan's all about licensing music, so. He is. I mean, um, I don't think it's a bad move. I, it just, yeah. it's one of those things, like, if Bryan shows up but Punk doesn't, I still think people are going to be disappointed. I think you got to have Punk there in some way because it's Chicago. Oh, yeah, of course. However, I will say this. Uh, that will immediately make Daniel Bryan the biggest heel in the company. Well, and, and that could be what they're going for. <laughs> yeah. But if, if Punk does come in after this long hiatus, and let's say he is on the card at All Out, he's wrestling, he's returning to the ring, uh-huh. and do you have him wrestle a guy he wrestled in WWE or you do something different? Yeah, but do you wrestle Darby Allin? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know either. I mean, it's... I feel like the money matches him and Brian because Brian, if you look at the story, Brian basically is the company version of Punk. Yeah, that whole that whole, and, and maybe that's a story. Like if, if without me leaving, you this doesn't happen for you. That whole yes movement, they that was the corporate version of what Punk was doing. Yeah, that was like because they did the. Uh, the whole Occupy Raw crap, that mm-hmm. was WWE doing what like all the fans were going to do for Punk. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Bryan was like the corporate version of watered-down, happy-go-lucky version of what CM Punk created. No, you're right. And so... And, and Punk's even said in interviews, like, if I didn't leave, I don't know if they would have changed... Because they can say, like, oh, we planned for Bryan to win all along. They didn't. No, it was gonna they be, didn't. It was going to be Orton and Batista. And I think yeah. it was pretty obvious to everybody that's the plan. Yeah. Bryan just happened to be... Because I think that year at WrestleMania, it was going to be Punk and Triple H. Mm-hmm. They changed directions. And it was Triple H and Brian. And then Brian went on to the main event. Yeah. So it was pretty obvious to me that that was a, we got to do something different. Yeah. This is not working. And, you know, I don't think Batista was too ultimately happy about it. That's why he didn't stay with the company very long. All right. He was like, okay, I'm done. See ya. Yeah. Three months and I'm out of here. So um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I think... I think, you know, we're also in the midst of like a lot of like Bray Wyatt's, you know, going to be a free agent in a couple of months. Yeah. What the hell happens there? I can't wait for that to happen. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be in AEW. You think so? Oh yeah. Unless WWE smartens up and it's like, dude, come back. (laughs) Well, yeah, but why let him go in the first place? I don't know. Why let Samoa Joe go? Right. I (laughs) mean, and and that's another thing is like, I kind of wonder if Triple H saw this playing out and he's like, we can't let them have Joe. 
Like right. we just can't. Like right. we're getting too many of our guys. We can't let Joe go too. Well, because Joe, when and I, I hate to use this term, but like when he's unleashed and just himself, he's absolutely insane. Oh yeah. Like he he would be the biggest effing star in AEW. Well, and like once like him and Punk haven't wrestled on each other since Ring of Honor. Right. Like that would be huge business. I feel right. Like. Um, not to mention like Joe and so many of the guys that he, that that are there that he hasn't worked with mm-hmm. or like hasn't in a long time. Like, I mean, like he worked Sting and TNA. Like that yeah. would be kind of fun to see again. Hey, I'd like to see CM Punk and Sting. That would that would be fun. I mean, I don't know how many Stings got left in him, but he still seems to be. Hanging in there. He's doing a tag match on Dynamite tonight. Is he? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. And the, the fact yeah. that they have all this talent there and are able to make this stuff happen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as Daniel Bryan, of course, he'll be Bryan Danielson. Yes. Right? I mean, that'll yeah. be. That's going to take a long time to get used to. You think so? Because he's been Daniel Bryan. Because I didn't really follow Bryan Danielson. You right. Know? Um, I mean, the first time I heard of Daniel Bryan was when he did the NXT thing. Well, true, but also... I'm not saying he wasn't famous, because... Like, right, right, right. But you just didn't follow. I didn't follow indie wrestling. I still really don't. Uh, I mean, Twitter helps me out with that sometimes, but like, I still really don't follow it. Yeah, but I mean, to me, getting used to Brody Lee wasn't that hard. But that's what I knew him as, too. Yeah, but Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan... It, it's similar. It's the same name. It's just swapped. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to take me a little bit to get used to... I still call Big Show Big Show. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, my nephew calls Miro Rusev right. because well, that's what he knows him as. I and, still call Moxie Ambrose. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where it is what it is. Right. So, um, but yeah, I'm I, overall, I think if AEW pulls this off, I think this could be a huge night for them. If they don't, this could be really, really bad. We'll find out. We will. Ric Flair makes news, shows up in, uh, um, and Triple A, company on Andrade in his match against Kenny Omega. You know, you we even talked about this. I think last week you're like, oh, you know, Flair's going to AEW, and I was like, I don't think so. Like, what the hell's he going to do there? Yeah. But as the manager for Andrade, I don't hate it. Hey Siri, how do you say "woo" in Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought. I mean. And never in my life that I think I'd see Ric Flair chopping Kenny Omega or putting Conan in 2021 in a figure four. Like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Right? I mean. Yeah. Which I don't know. Did you see uh, Kenny Omega's promo after that? Yeah. Not a big fan of his promos, but I thought that one was pretty funny. Kenny Omega is not the best promo guy, but like that one was good. Yeah. Yeah. Him talking about how he's he's going to get a lawsuit. Might not come from me. Might come from New York. I don't know. He's like, they're going to have to they're going to have to go to Charlotte. They're going to have to get Andrade to cover the expenses. It's going to be expensive. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just funny. Good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think um, you know after seeing that, I feel like we kind of I don't know. Like to me, Ric Flair's classified as old man Rick now. Old yeah. man Ric Flair and. I mean, he looks he looks bad. He does. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think he needs to be like taking bumps. But Did I, to me, like, okay, I know you're not a Don Callis fan. But, God no. But wouldn't wouldn't it be funny if like Flair put him in a figure four on the floor? Of course, it's it's funny, right? Yeah, but like at the same time, Ric Flair is crazy enough to do anything you ask him to. Dude, I guarantee you, he was probably out and, there smacking his shoulders. And, Give me a backdrop, kid. Right. And Tony <laughs> Khan, I feel like, is the type of guy who's like, well, hell yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. If 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 Flair shows up, I want him to take a stinger splash. 
Yeah. You know, like I just, I do. I want I, them to relive that spot where, you know, Flair pushes them and Sting pushes them back. I takes the bump. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think there's, I think there's money there. So, um, but you know, I will say AEW has done a very good job of putting these legends in roles yeah. to, to utilize them where WWE never really did that. And, yeah. you know, Ric Flair as Andrade's manager, I would have never guessed that, but I think he, then they just bring in Chavo to do this. Ch- yeah. Chavo's there. Um, it's, but he's, it's also, I think Ch- Chavo Andrade and there's one other guy, I think, if I'm not mistaken, maybe I am wrong, but I don't know. They could place Chavo somewhere else. They could. They could yeah. place him with the Lucha Bros. And Chavo, I think would probably get it like, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. If this is Flair's spot. Right. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Um, other bit of wrestling news. Goldberg has officially revealed, and I know you're just dying to talk about this one. He has two matches left after Bobby Lashley on his current deal. And we got some movie talk. (laughs) (laughs) So 2022, we're going to see Goldberg twice. Yeah. Wearing them shorts, you know, just whoop de doo (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Can't get enough of that Goldberg. What's he going to do? Is he going to, is he going to like win the championship? You think against Bobby Lashley and then just hang on to it until the middle of next year? No. um, That's the problem with the two match booking scenario but it makes you think that he's gonna win and then he's just gonna hold the belt hostage for six to eight months i kind of think he'll win and then Big E cashes in god i hope so and that would be kind of fun yeah um but then again it's like Big E's like the most lovable baby face you have mm-hmm. not to say that like people wouldn't be happy about that and i think goldberg would be happy to do that because he seems to like Big E a lot yeah but i think goldberg likes people that really respects him yeah I think that's all it is. You think so? Well, yeah. you hate the man, don't you? I just hearing the way, like I, I watched something in the way he like talked to to uh, what what's his face, uh, Matt Riddle. Yeah, he does not like Matt Riddle. I was like, what a sack of shit. Yeah, you know, I already didn't like the guy, and it's like this is the way you talk to a effing kid. <laughs> like, f you. I don't know how old Matt Riddle is, but like he's probably our age. But compared yeah. to Goldberg, he's a kid. Sure, you know what I mean. It's like well, but Matt Riddle has called Goldberg out numerous times online, and that's why he doesn't like him. But rightfully so. Sure, and I'm not saying it's not deserved. <laughs> I'm just saying that's why Matt Riddle doesn't give an f though. Right. I mean, like, what are you gonna do? It's Matt Riddle. Right. Beat the piss out of you. Right. So, um, I mean, I feel like WWE has sufficiently milked every ounce of credibility Goldberg had left the at this point is dry. <laughs> that, well, that could be the name of the episode too. <laughs> I, I felt as though in 2016 when, or into 17, when he did that run with Brock, yeah, I felt like that was as well put together as it could have been. Yeah. And when they did that WrestleMania match, it kind of, it was only like six or seven minutes, but it, to me, it was like a seven minute fight scene. Right. It was a car crash. Yeah. And it erased the stigma of that terrible WrestleMania match. Yes. So I felt as though it was like, okay, they they did what they needed to do. They wrote they you know wrote that wrong. Yep. And um and so forth. But then he almost kills the Undertaker. Yeah. Um. I know like they pushed that as a dream match. That, that was never like a match. That was not a dream match. Are there any dream matches left? Like what's a dream match Steven to you? Steven Taker. Okay, sure. It's the only one, but now I don't want to see that because the look at them. Right. I mean, no offense to those guys. They're still legends, but like I don't want to see them wrestle now. Well, yeah, too much time has passed. Right. I mean, there no, there's no dream matches. Like 
there's no dream matches that haven't already technically happened. I think the only one I could think of was like Sean and AJ Styles. I think people thought that was a dream match. Yeah, but Sean's been out of it for so long. I wouldn't. Well, not a dream that. match in 2021, but no. I mean, back, yeah, back in the day for I, sure. I always thought a uh, fun would have been Kurt Angle and Bret Hart. Yeah, but I mean, now I'd still like to see the Rock and Roman. Sure, that's that's one that like that's uh, doable. I wouldn't call it a dream match, but like that sounds like Punk and Austin was a dream match at one yeah, point. Yeah, Punk and Austin for sure. Uh, what about AEW if they pulled off Bray Wyatt and Sting? Yeah, that's not a dream match, but that could something be a, I, something I never thought about though. It'd be fun though, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not there's not really a lot of dream matches per se that I can think of. I mean, because there's no one. I feel like WWE was by itself for so long. I feel like there's no one that really hasn't wrestled. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the only guys I can think of. I mean, I'd like to see the Bucks versus, you know, New Day. Sure. But I, I wouldn't call that a dream match because they're still in their primes and they technically could do that in a couple of years. Right. You know what I mean? When I think of dream match, I think of like legend versus young kid, you know? Well, and that's the, the thing is it's got to be within... Like the young kids got to be over enough to make it matter. The legends got to be, you know, still able to work that style to where yeah. it, like it actually works. Yeah. Like let's let's think like who would be a good dream match for MJF? Is MJF at that point? I feel like he is. He's getting there yeah. for sure. Um, maybe The Rock because he needs someone that can that could verbally spar with him on the microphone. See, I feel like John Cena would be better for that. Yeah, he would be good too. Yeah. Um, as far as like the the verbiage, I, um, hmm. okay. Well, what about Kenny Omega's there, right? Mm-hmm. Who would be a good one for Kenny? Hmm. I feel like for that it had to be Sean too, because yeah, as far as legends goes, he's the only one really that has that style. Yeah, maybe Triple style. H might be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good one. Kurt Angle might be fun. Oh yeah, him versus Kurt would be good. Um, I mean Kenny and Bret Hart. I think if. You know, now, yeah. now when you're saying these legends, are you, are you saying like to me, like I, I was like 97 Bret Hart and Kenny Omega. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not like, not like Bret Hart right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Obviously. But um, yeah, that would mean that would be a good one. Well, what about like MJF and like Ricky, the dragon steamboat, classic heel, classic baby face. I think that would be yeah, fun. That would be good. You know, like, but again, it's all relative to who you can use and right. And the. And what you can do at that time and stuff like that, and so well, that's just that's just it. When when I think of the crop right now, AEW is so young. I mean, Cody versus Sting is one that like you've mentioned before that I think would be fun. I think that will happen just because Cody is such a WCW mark. Mark, yeah. and I think it's pretty obvious with how the company is. Right. And I'm like, and I noticed that in the last pay per view, he came out with a really glitzy jacket. And I'm like, oh, this dude's rocking the surf, Surfer Sting paint before. Yeah. Before this is over. Like, it's going to happen. Right. And so, and I mean, like, the fact that he's already kind of rocking the pants, like, he could be Surfer Sting. And I'm like, I would be be fun, I think. I mean, it's not like, is that the greatest thing ever? No, but it would be kind of fun, the fact that Cody could, that that would be a fun two-pack of figures down the road. Well, and and also, too, like, I look at Cody the same way I feel like everybody looked at Sting mm-hmm. back in that time. Like He's the, a franchise. Right. And, and, I mean, obviously, Cody's kind of put himself in that position, but, like, who else would it have been? Well, but Cody's also the guy, like, he's not going to go anywhere. Right. You know, you don't... This is He's going to he's gonna go down with the ship if it yeah. does go down. Oh, yeah. 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 He's going to be... He's going to be your... 
probably your go-to guy for the next 10 years. Yeah. Of, you know, people that like, Hey, we need someone to be able to always be reliable and work. But at the same time, man, you got a pretty solid roster of that type of guy. Like I don't see, and like, that's another thing we haven't seen yet. And I think we will in some time, the first AEW guy to jump ship to WWE. Was I listening to doing the favor when they, when, when this was talked about, it might, it might not have been, but I swear it was Eric and Barry talking about hangman page going to, 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 to WWE. Well, I mean, I, is his contract coming up or something? Not as far as I know. I don't know why that was even brought up, and maybe it wasn't them, but I, th- I thought it was. Well, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying that he wouldn't, but I don't know why he would. He doesn't seem like the guy that like I. When they brought that up, it like that was a shock to me. And I, again, I don't remember if it was them or not, but like it was somebody brought that up, and I was like, huh. Well, I do. I mean, I do know when they talked about that Triple H had offered the entire like elite deals. Yeah. The idea was the Bucks and Cody would go to the main roster and Paige was going to be the head of NXT, like the guy. And it didn't happen. Well, they didn't go. He stuck with them. I don't know why he would change now. Right. They've obviously made him a star. Well, and I, I feel like he's the guy like him and Punk would be a hell of a first match, actually, if you think about it. I, I wonder if maybe it was brought up because they changed the number one contendership to the title. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I mean? Because he was he was the number one contender and then he lost the opportunity in like a 10 man tag. Yeah. And so it's like, well, that's weird. Yeah. But, but that doesn't necessarily, and I, and maybe their thought is like, well, maybe he's upset. And so he would leave because he's like, oh, they're not giving me opportunity. But here's the thing. He's going to be AEW champion. He made it through their second ever pay-per-view. But if he, dude, I I mean, I think that would be a a moment and a half if, if punks in the ring and page takes him out. Absolutely, like, holy yeah. shit! No one saw that coming. Yeah, he turns heel. Now you got a a great story leading into all out. I'm I would be all for it. Everything's about moments, though, right? And yeah. like, it's one of those things. If Punk comes in and they have nothing for him, that's not going to be a good thing. He's right. got to have something in play. So when he has that first match, it's a huge deal. Yeah, just like anyone else. And and that's one thing I don't know if AEW's quite perfected yet. Yeah, I I can I can agree with that. Well, we got some uh, we got some movie talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is Break of and Bane up at the movies. Yeah. This is Break of and Bane up at the movies. Yeah. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? Well, big underscore Bane, I'll tell you what we got now. Uh, they This was actually just announced today. Apparently, Anthony Mackie has just signed on. Um, of course, he was the Falcon in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's just signed on for Captain America 4, and he apparently has taken over the mantle of Captain America. What do you think about that, man? I think it's pretty cool. Um, uh, I I haven't really followed, because this, this is kind of going to follow after the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? Sure. I didn't follow that story at all. Um, I think I watched the first episode, fell asleep in it, and never picked it back up. Yeah. I so, didn't finish it either. It I, didn't do a lot for me. I don't know if if I'll be able to just watch this movie without watching that series. Otherwise, if... Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like They, they just ain't the deal. This ain't happening for a while. Of course. But right. In, I'll need some kind of uh, uh, cliff notes, though, to be able to get through that. But, I mean, like if, if you were... You'll have Disney Plus still. You could always go rewatch that if you wanted yeah, to. I'm not going to though. Not not a fan. I just I, I it, it didn't appeal to me. Yeah. Like for some reasons, like on those Marvel shows, hour long episodes, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get you. It's like WandaVision, Loki, 
this new show, 30 minutes, that's my jam. Yeah. You know, hour long shows for Marvel just sounds terrible. Yeah, it's weird how certain things sound great. I mean, I actually felt that way with the Netflix shows sometimes. Yeah. And I didn't think those were bad, but it was just like, my God, this is just a really, really long movie. It's a lot easier for me to check out a show if I know it's only going to be a half hour. Like, it's a lot easier for me to get involved in a show. Like, I binge watched Ted Lasso uh, on Apple TV Plus, and it's like all half hour episodes. There were only 13 episodes at, at the time of this recording. Kind of like Cobra Kai. It's short. Right. Well, but it's two seasons. So, like, first season was 10 episodes, and then the next season, they've only released three so far. So, like, or maybe four. But either but way, that's, that's easy. That's seven hours altogether. It took me like three days. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Marvel, you know, do you think, and maybe I'm wrong here. I feel like their movies still get a lot more hype than anything they do on television. So I kind of wonder if doing, like if they're going to move away from series and start focusing more on movies, like would Falcon and Winter Soldier have been a better as a Disney plus Film as opposed to a TV series. If it was a two and a half hour movie, hell yes. You think so? Yes. And then, I mean, that's just, I mean, I know a lot of people like to binge watch, and Disney Plus also kind of took away the binge watching ability. Well, I mean, you can, but you have to wait. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to wait. And so. That's the way Apple TV Plus is, too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, I think Netflix is like steadfast and all at once, but. Yeah. Uh, I think Hulu's kind of the doing the once a week thing, too, now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's I kind of I personally like it because yeah. especially like if I'm caught up on a show because I keep bringing this up because I got that new phone and they gave me like a three month free subscription to Apple TV Plus fantastic and so it's all about them freebies right and so what what it does is like it it has your um like up next thing almost like a channel guide except it's not but like if you're caught up on everything that will disappear out of your up next and will come back when you have a new episode. Ah. And so, whereas like everybody else just has to continue watching. It's like, I love the way Apple TV plus does it because what I'm just saying, that's one I've never done what it does for me. But I don't have an Apple TV. What so. it did. Well, I don't either. They have it on the Roku. Oh, do they? Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. So in actually, so that's it's, a streaming service, correct? Yeah. And, and actually it's the smoothest running freaking app I have on there. We've talked about it before. How many apps do you need? Right. Like, so speaking of that, Heels debuted this past Sunday, uh-huh. episode one. So I was going to do what I usually do. I wait one day yep. and see if it's on Vudu. And it never showed up on Vudu. Yeah. Now, there is an old movie called Heels. There is. I saw that, too. <laughs> and I was like, nope, that's not it. That is not. So um, I, I realized the only way that I could find to watch this was downloading the Stars app, yeah. which was eight ninety nine a month with a week free trial. So... Um, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where it's just like, I want something to watch tonight. So I was like, screw it. I'll, I'll subscribe Yeah, for one week, you know, just for the week and see how it is. And dude, I, I'm telling you, I dug heels. I know you haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but yeah. I really enjoyed it. Now you're stuck till the season's over. Yeah. It's eight weeks. I mean, it's eight. Is it ep- only going to be eight episodes? It's, so I'm like, oh, it's two months on this server. I'm like, I can do $18. It's not a big deal, but yeah. it just, it sucks that it's that once a week, you know, feeling of like, oh, yeah, great. I got to wait. Seven days for a new episode. Yep. I'm gonna I'm going to uh wait till it's out and then do my subscription. Do the binge. Yeah, just do seven 
like get it done in just a couple of days and then just cancel it. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't need stars for anything else. That's the problem is there's nothing else good on there that I saw. Right. So I'm, you know, but I, dude, I feel the same way sometimes about Peacock. I'm like, there's not that much on there that I'm like interested in besides wrestling. I'm thinking about canceling it after SummerSlam or, or maybe Survivor Series and just waiting till the Royal Rumble comes back just to get a couple of free months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, and I've, and I've said that before and I feel like a lot of people don't do that with streaming services, but like, I'm like Hulu is what? Five ninety nine a month. Yeah. It last time I signed up for it, it took me I think I spent eleven ninety nine a month. Maybe I do that ad free. free. Yeah. yeah. But you know, relatively cheap. Yeah. But you can cancel at any time. Right. So just do it for a month, cancel. Well what sucks is like I got you know, I got I got my wife and the kids too though, and I remember recently I was like, I don't even watch Netflix anymore. I need to cancel that. And I asked the wife, I was like, Do you do you get on Netflix anymore? And she's like, Oh yeah, every day. I love it. Well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it's like I almost have to coordinate with her yeah. whether or not I can get rid of a service or not. Yeah. How many do you have right now, if you don't mind me asking? I think I have, because I, I actually thought about it yesterday. I think I've got five. So, I'm And that's too many. Let's be way honest. Way too many. I mean, of course, the Apple TV is free at the moment. Uh, but I have. But if you, I, I assume if you don't remember to cancel that, you'll, they'll charge you, right? Well, and what sucks is I'm all invested in all these shows, so chances are I'm probably going to live and keep it anyway. Which is like what they jackass. do to begin with. Right. Um, That's why they do it. So I've got Netflix, which is, Netflix is the most expensive one. Sure. I have, so I have Netflix, Hulu. Um, Peacock. Peacock. I have, HBO, HBO Max is free, so I guess I shouldn't count that. Disney Plus. Is HBO Max free, like, as long as you keep it? Or? It's it's included with my cell phone service. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. but. Brand cell phone are you? AT and T. Oh, nice! I yeah. did not know that. Yep. Um, so, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Peacock, um, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, That's six. And so, really, seven when you factor in Apple TV Plus and HBO Max. Even That's, though they're <laughs> just saying that's like holy shit. I have cable. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah. It's I mean, ridiculous, right? Right. But it's like. I, but I mean, I, at this point, I'm glad Peacock and WWE Network combined, because at one point you had yes. both, right? Yeah, and you can. I think there's a way. I can't figure out how to do it. I guess there's a way to bundle um, Stars, Hulu, and Disney Plus. There is. I don't know how to do that. So I actually looked. In, star actually, Stars will bundle also. I think with Amazon Prime. Okay. But the thing was, it was like add Stars for eight ninety nine a month, which is the exact price I paid. Yeah, that's what it showed up on uh, my Apple TV Plus. Much through. like you can bundle Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. ESPN, maybe that's what I was thinking of. But if you do the math, because I don't really use ESPN. Right. Not I a big sports either. guy. It's not a secret. But if you do the math, the price of Disney and Hulu is exactly the same price if you paid for them separately. Oh. So it's not really a deal. So who cares? Right. Now, granted, if there was some type of thing like 40 bucks. Bam, here's everything. That would probably be the, the way of the future. But then that's right. cable. Right. Well, it's like I was actually thinking of there's that uh, horror app, Shudder. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of subscribing to that just for the month of October. But I was like, man, I just don't want to do another streaming service. Like, it's but, but then too you start, many. But then you start thinking about that's how, And, you know, that's why I've always liked Voodoo because I love being able like, – because I look at it like I would have way rather bought heels for like 20 bucks. Right. Then buy a subscription service. Yeah. But it is what it is, you know? Yeah. And like, say you subscribe to Shutter. I don't know the price, but 
I think it's cheap. I think it's like six ninety nine. Six ninety nine a month. How many horror movies are you going to possibly watch? Probably none month? because they're all like rated M for mature or right. they're like rated like not rated. So let's say you watch three. Like yeah, not worth it. No, and they're probably <laughs> going to be like B movies that are right. just garbage. Yeah. So which streaming service do you use the least? Netflix. Really? There's nothing on Netflix anymore. See, the one that I use the least is Amazon. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay, but I but I keep that for the free shipping. A- Amazon Amazon is actually the least. It's Netflix is right above, but it's a close last. It's close because during the. Um, to be fair, me and my family, we all kind of like my dad has a couple. I have a couple. Yeah, and, you know, we kind of yeah share. We share. Yeah, but I I think at this point it's like man, I don't know how any one person could have. You know, this many streaming services. Yeah. It's a lot. Absolutely it is. But yeah, I'd, I don't know. Probably my most is Peacock. Netflix used to be my my most used until they lost The Office. Yeah. And then when Peacock came around, it's probably the most used. And it has nothing to do with WWE. Just Office. and Just just The Office. And I mean, like, I watch King of Queens every now and then. I throw that on the tube. Everybody loves Raymond. I'll throw that on. I mean, I know you like Superstore. Yeah, and, uh, Superstore Parks and, Rec too. And, and and Brooklyn Nine Nine. All those shows are on there, and I mean, those are some of my favorite shows. And so I just yeah. uh, I'll throw them on during the day just to kind of have something on in the background. So Peacock is is a, is a big mainstay in my house. But now Apple TV Plus, man, it's got Fraggle Rock. I throw that some bitch on. Well, there you go. You ever watched Frag- Fraggle Rock? I've heard of it. Never watched Fraggle Rock. Isn't that like the Muppets? It's like the Muppets, but it's better. Okay. <laughs> it was a, it was an HBO show back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah. We used to watch it as a kid. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I think we're at a point now where it's like there's so many streaming services. Like, it's hard to even remember it's the hell you have, you dude. Know? I know. I, I'm sure there's like a streaming service that I'm paying for that I don't remember. I actually have Sirius Radio. And I haven't canceled it, and I never use it. No, I, I when I it's, bought my car like two or three years ago, yeah. they really kept pushing me to get Sirius Radio, and I'm like, I can't even listen to the podcast I want to listen to. Dude, I, well, I got it. When I got it, I subscribed to it for Christmas music because it was like right around Christmas time when I got it. And the way you have to cancel it is like over the phone. You can't cancel it online. I'm oh, super, dude. super pissed about that. I never knew that until I went to cancel it. And it was like, yeah, please give us a call if you want to cancel. I remember actually speaking of that, another streaming service that I did subscribe to that I was like, this one sucks. Huge dick was DC Universe. Yeah. And I, remember, I subscribed to that for a little bit, too. I remember it being really hard to figure out how to cancel it. Yeah. It took a while. And I was like, OK, I'm never doing this again. See, I subscribed to that right when it was kind of about to go away. Yeah. And then eventually I think, I don't know if I canceled it or if it just closed down, but yeah, yeah, that was, that was when I originally watched like Harley Quinn and and Titans and things like that. Sure. Which those are all on HBO max now. Right. Which again, that's probably the smart move is just take over these. I think, yeah, I think some of these bigger companies need to absorb some of these other ones for sure. Agreed. Definitely agreed. Well, we got a little bit of toy talk. Why say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show We'll break your brain, do a bit of toy talk Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show We'll break your brain, do a bit of toy talk Alright, to dive into a little bit of toy talk, big underscore Bane um, Unrivaled, series 6 Jake Hager, got him right here What do you think, man? First time laying eyes on it 
I uh, I think let me let me get a closer look here. Get a little closer look. Looks all right. It's kind of just blah, is it not? Yeah, it's hard to tell what his face looks like because he's got the hoodie on. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those where it's like, oh yeah, he definitely belongs in the line, but he's kind of such a plain looking character. It's not the, it's not a terrible looking figure, but it's like, yeah, okay. Well, and he's always kind of had a plain look to him, you know what I yeah. mean? Like he's never really stood out as a flashy, flashy type of guy. But then again, he's such a badass; he doesn't really need to be. I will say this: I have really felt as though the AEW figures would start to, I don't say dwindle in popularity, but I felt as though they would start to kind of drop down as far as the demand. Yeah. That's not happening at all, man. They are still moving. They're hard to find on the shelves. Everybody's talking about how they've been seeing these Cody figures at at Target. I haven't seen a single AEW figure at our Target in town. So I went one time about three weeks ago, and it was from this wave, and I saw the MJF. Mm -hmm. That was it. And I was like, Where is it located? Is it by the WWE figures? It is. Yeah. But I mean, exactly. Like, you don't even right. know. Right. I mean, and I saw MJF once. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I have him in the red, so I'm like, I don't need that. Right. And uh, passed. Went back a couple of weeks later, saw the Sheeta figure. Okay. And that was it. So I don't know if they restocked and, like, they sold out that quickly again. Yeah. But I know in Series 4, AEW produced a Matt Hardy figure. And I remember his Woken Matt WrestleMania figure sitting on the pegs for a while. Yes. And that one did not. So there's something about that brand. It's just hot right now. And I don't know if that will eventually subside. But for the most part, people are digging the AEW figures, man. Yeah. And I think, I think, and I'm wrong already before I even say it because, <laughs> because I, I, I'm going to be speaking on both sides of my mouth. I think some of it has to do with a lot of these are the first time these guys have had figures in this company. Sure. Now, I, that's, that's the first ever Jake Haker figure. I get right. that. That's not true with your Cody and with your Young Bucks and the guys who have had multiple figures because those guys are still selling. But like for a lot of these guys, it's like, ooh, I gotta get that. That's the first Jake Hager. Ooh, mm-hmm. gotta get that. That's the first Luchasaurus. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Of well, course, the only Luchasaurus, right? And so, of course, they're gonna sell. But like, why the Young Bucks and why Cody's are still selling like hotcakes? Who the hell knows? I mean, are, I guess they're just that. It, and it also could be the fact that they missed out on the first round. Sure. You know what I mean? Because the demand is so high right now. Um, so I we're on series what. This is this series, is wave six, series six, and unmatched series one is starting to hit now. And of course, that's got like the Miro figure, the Britt Baker, yeah. Well, the Cody yeah. that you have the un, the LJN Cody. It's got the uh, the Dustin in blue, yeah. And I want a Dustin LJN. That would be a good one, yeah. Um, and you, we we talked about that before we started recording. You actually are um, you're pretty all in on the LJN style, yeah. With that. What I didn't realize, and maybe I just didn't see it beforehand, but they actually have the LJN logo at the bottom. Yes, I saw that, yeah. So it kind of makes me wonder if they are in cahoots with that whoever bought out the LJN. They may have bought name. out the, the, the logo, and right? Maybe they did. I don't know. Um, well, LJN and Jax, that was the same company. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay. LJN went out, they sold to Acclaim in like the mid 90s yeah that's why there was actually ljn brand games yeah i remember that and then uh jacks was more or less ljn they talked they talked about that a little bit on the toys that made us much like a old san francisco toy makers was essentially galoob not Uh, the same company but like the same guys right okay i got it whereas i think Jazzwares, in my opinion is kind of jacks Right. I mean, I, I don't right. think. I mean, Jeremy was Jax, so right. I don't know how. I don't know if they just leased out that logo. That probably wasn't that hard to pull off. Yeah. 
but I mean, it's the wrestling superstars, the look of the package, it's mm-hmm. fun. I, I think it's a, a great idea to include um, as one-offs here and there. Yeah. So cool stuff. Yeah, definitely cool stuff. Well, we are approaching our big event for PHPW, Third Degree Sunburns. It's our August event. It's coming up very soon. You got some more news for us on uh, on how corrupt you've become? Excuse me? How corrupt I've become, Breaker? Yes, exactly. I'm doing the honest-to-God thing to try to get this company back on track. And you think I'm and being and, corrupt? And to do that is take out our top stars and hire people to beat them up. I gotcha. Gotcha. Glad we're we glad we cleared that up. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Um, yes, so this past week on Adrenaline, I put a, a fantastic match together between Tier 1 Travis Fowler and Dobro. Okay? I thought it was going to be a great match. Well, I mean, you got the former PHPW champion, the current diehard champion. Sounds like a main event anywhere in the country. You can agree that that's a solid match. I can agree with that that's a solid match, but I have a feeling you screwed it up. I didn't screw it up. Your pal Aaron Anders came out and interfered in the match. Well, I believe Aaron Anders is... Uh, He's gunning for that, that diehard championship. Well, here's the thing. Right here, right now, I'm making it official. Let's do it. Aaron Anders versus... Dobro at third degree sunburns for the die hard championship. I like it. I think Aaron Anders is uh, built for that division. I've seen him covered in his own blood. I know he spent more than one night in an emergency room. He uh, he's not afraid to bleed. He is not afraid to fight. And uh, Dobro is not exactly the guy I'd be wanting to step in the ring with, especially the Reaper. But uh, I think Aaron Anders is up to the challenge. And Breaker since. Third Degree Sunburns is only six days away. I'm going to go ahead and announce this match, too. Do it. Um, which it snuck up on us pretty quick. Six days away. That's wild. It is wild. Good to see you're on top of your own company. There. We got... Shut up. <laughs> we got the King of the Mountain Championship has been vacated because... It has. I'm not going to give any spoilies, but this past Friday on Adrenaline, the championship was cashed in. And David Thomas challenged the PHPW champion right. for the title. Which, let's let's reiterate that. So if you are the King of the Mountain champion, you can defend that title in a battle royal. Yes. Or you can cash it in for a championship opportunity. Yes. Uh, David Thomas, as we know, has defended that title successfully for several months now. Numerous times. But he decided to go for the gold. Yes. He tried to cash in. Yes. And you can check that out on Adrenaline. So... I will not announce all the competitors. Okay. I I think that's fine. But I will make an announcement right here, right now, that my man, Drew Vinsel, Drewy Two-Time, who I just fully... He's not Drewy Two-Time. I fully expect him to become Drewy Two-Time. Well, but it's different titles. He's still two championships. Okay, is, is he Wolfie two-time, Jason Wolf? Because he's won two championships. It sounds better with Drew two-time. Drew two-time. Yeah, of course. Drew two-time. Make My up man. Your own, make up your own rules. My man. The, 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 the man, the myth, accompanied by the legend, Drew Vinsel is going to be in this match. And Drew, I fully expect you to win, sir. 
I have all faith in you in the world. Also in this match. I could see it happening. Drew was a fantastic PHPW champion, but he's Absolutely. got his work cut out for him to win that, that King of the Mountain championship. Yeah, he's got to go up against seven other guys. I'm going to go ahead and announce two more, Breaker. I, I'm down for it. Let's hear it. Soda Hunter's going to be in this match. Soda Hunter's another guy. Former gatekeeper champion. Wouldn't be shocked. Yes. And then, you always remember your first, Breaker. The first ever PHPW champion, Jordan Zeilinger. He's going to be in this match. I absolutely could see Jordan Zeilinger as the as a King of the Mountain champion. Absolutely. No one expected him to be the first PHPW champion, but it happened. Yeah, but I, I can tell you, it, above all things, one person that I will never allow in this match, Tier 1 Travis Fowler. Oh, you won't, huh? He's not going to be in this match at all. Because you have 100% control of the company. I have enough control. But you don't have 100%. Don't need 100%. 50% is good enough. Oh, tier 1 Travis Fowler. We'll wait and see. Maybe he'll be in there. Don't you do that. Nope. I can do whatever I want. Nope. You're it's, not my boss. It's not going to... I'm more of your boss than you are of mine. What? So, <laughs> there's that. Uh, Breaker, we got one more match to announce, and I'm going to go ahead and announce it. Okay? Do it. Because we're six days away. This is the only other chance we got. Exactly. I told you from the beginning I'm trying to make things right. I'm trying to get. I'm, I've been running amok because I've been trying to get this company back in order. And you're, the big thing. You're a real sport. The big thing I've been trying to fix is all these global wrestling extreme goons that your pal Mike the Cleaners decided to join up with. Well, I think he was tired of getting attacked and by your goons. I've been trying to get these global wrestling extreme goons. Now they're calling themselves the Venus Brigade. Trying to get these guys out of the door. Real quick, why is it they're here again? Shh, let it go. Let it go. I'm not on or Elsa, fella. You can't. They're, they're here. Can't hold it back anymore, Breaker. <laughs> they're just, they're let, here because you lost. Just let it go. You lost. <laughs> Bill Venus beat you clean in the middle. I was never more ashamed of you than I was in that moment, and that's why they're here. Oh, well, here's the thing. I'm fixing it. Okay, good. Third degree sunburns because Hope pyro, the cold doesn't bother you anyway. Pyro, it doesn't. I love the cold. It's going to be hot. Pyro is going to be in a match against a man that I am dubbing the Brigade Butcher. Oh, I'd hate to have that nickname. My man, good brother Mike. GBM and Pyro. And here's the thing. GBM, when you win... If Pyro is win. fired. Oh, really? For good. So Pyro's fighting for his job and livelihood in this yeah. match. Yeah, good luck, Pyro, because the flame is going out. I'm not a. I'm not the biggest fan of the Venus Boys, but you know, GBM and Pyro, boy, that's that's a bold on a, statement on a paper on a pay per view, my friend. Yes, dear God. So I can't wait. For this pay-per-view. Let's do a quick little rundown. Let's do it. It's Third Degree Sunburns. It's coming up, I believe, this Saturday night, correct? Yes. Um, on YouTube, 7 uh, Central. So get ready. It's going to be quite a night. Going to be quite a night. So we got the King of the Mountain Championship on the line. Announced so far, Drew Vinsel, Soda Hunter, and Jordan Zeilinger. So you, the other ones will be a surprise. Yeah. Then we also have the Gatekeeper Championship on the line. Jack Gamble, who won the number one contendership. He did. Against... The champion, Ethan Chambers. This is Jack Gamble's chance to break from that tag team mold, and I can see it happening. Absolutely. Now, we also have what we just mentioned, Pyro versus GBM. If Pyro loses, out the door. 
It's definitely his livelihood on the line. It's a can't-lose match for Pyro, and I have a feeling GBM won't be able to show his face anymore if he loses this one. Definitely not. Then we have the Die Hard Championship on the line officially made today. Aaron Anders versus Dobro. The question is, what Dobro do we get? That that uh, that Reaper has been very steadfast in the Die Hard division, but you never know with Dobro, so it'll be interesting to see. Then we have the Tag Team Championship on the line. Thanks a lot, Breaker, as we see Ricky the Roper Rex and Bill Benis take on the Inevitable Assassins. Hey, they beat every tag team here. Let's give the Benis boys a try. Why not the Black Hand Warriors? Because they haven't even had a tag team match yet. Well, neither Ricky the Roper X or Bill Benis. They've been around, though. They've been around. It's not like Bill Benis didn't beat anyone to get here. Who did he beat? I know who, did he, who did he beat to have his job? I know what it is, Breaker. Who did he beat to have his job? I know what I know what it really is, though. What is it? You're doing you're you're doing this as a uh, as a as a thank you to me for getting Pyro out of here. Because you know the inevitable assassins are going to beat the crap out of Bill Venus and Ricky. The I'm Rick not. Rex. I'm not on the Bill so Venus fan club. You're doing. You're doing this as a as an attaboy. But if any, if you ever think I'm doing anything for your benefit, you, you're I, probably very incorrect. No, I get it. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. I get it. You're welcome. I, uh, I got you. Definitely not for me. Then we have the main event of the evening: the big, big match breaker, PHPW Championship on the line. Your boy, Mike the Cleaner. Is officially good to go, so he will be taking on the Ten Kinds of Handsome champion, Elvis Aliaga. Man, it's crazy to think what would have happened if Mike the Cleaner had gotten his title match last last uh, month, but uh, you had to interfere with that and have him taken out. So now he's getting his rightful spot at the top of the card. I'm happy to see it. Let the best man win. We will see what happens. Absolutely, we will. That will be coming your way. Um, well, it'll be Saturday as we record. Yes. So it'll be coming up very, very soon. Absolutely. It's now time for some tournament action, Big Underscore Bane. Yes. So we had our we started our cringy WCW tournament, which was uh, this is your pick, and I and I must say this is a pretty solid, uh, pretty solid pick. I dig it. I'm going to pull up our results here from the uh, last tournament match we had. Of course, uh, once again, as a reminder, it was Hogan. In the physical Dungeon of Doom or the Yeti. Let's pull up the results. The results are in, and your winners, wow, shockingly, 64% to 36%. Hogan in the Dungeon of Doom moves forward. Wow. I was kind of kind of surprised by that. Yeah. That's that's pretty solid, honestly. It is. It's very solid. So um, so that leads us to our uh, our next our next matchup in this tournament. Big underscore bane, do you have something in mind? Yes, I do, Breaker. Um, this is this moment right here spawned my idea for this, and that is Oklahoma, mm. all inclusive, everything, just the the parody, just the entire thing. Let's remind everybody what that was. Oklahoma was a guy. Zed Ferrera. Is that who it is? is? He was Vince Russo's writing partner in the WWF. He was brought in strictly to make fun of Jim Ross and his Bills policy. Yeah. Yeah. His logo, if you remember, was like the WWF logo with like the scratch. Mm -hmm. He just said Oklahoma. Yeah. And he'd be on the commentary, pinata, pinata. He did the uh, Bell's palsy. He poured barbecue sauce on Medusa. It was. It was atrocious. it, It was as bad and as uncomfortable as anything has ever probably been in the wrestling business. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure Vince Russo just loved every minute of it. 
to me, I, that one was always one of those things where I'm like, what are you, what are you getting out of this? Yeah. Like why? Yeah. Why this? It's just so bad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. It was definitely horrible. Yep. Well, I'm trying to think of, of which way I want to go because there was a lot of really bad WCW moments, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of cringy, I don't feel like cringy is always bad. No, cringy can be fun. Because Arachnaman was bad, but that's yeah. but that's fun. Right. Um, cringy, I feel like, has to fall into the, like, what are we seeing here? Yes. And one of those, to me, which totally set the tone for the demise of that company, was the Vince Russo shoot promo at Bash of the Beach, where he mm. talked about, you will never see that piece of shit again. Yeah. To, to uh, Hogan. Um. I didn't really know who Ventruso was, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I had heard the name, but I didn't know this guy. Right. So, Oh, well, I mean, we were pretty young. We were. Still. And, you know, I think he kind of came in as, like, the guy that made WWF good, right? That's right. what we had heard. And then he came into WCW, and, like, I didn't, I don't feel like, did he hit anything that was good in that era? No. Was there anything good that happened? No. I don't, I can't recall a single thing. I was like, well... Actually, this was good, but I don't recall anything. The only thing cool, the only cool thing I could think that happened was Booker T became a star out of it. Yeah, but I don't even know if that was technically like I don't. I, I wouldn't pin that on Russo. No, I mean I'd pin that on Booker T. And that happened that night, to right. be fair, because it was supposed to be Hogan and Jarrett. Jarrett lays down. Right. Hogan's like, like, don't do this, man. Like, you know, yeah. Vince Russo. This is why the company's the damn shape it's in. Is bull crap like that? And Vince Russo cuts that horrendously bad promo. Yeah. I don't know, like everything, everything he did was just awful. Yeah. So um, that's my pick. Uh, Oklahoma, all inclusive, everything. Yeah. Uh, versus uh, Vince Russo's shoot promo about Hulk Hogan. And uh, the winner will move on to the next round. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this, uh, the rest of this tournament, man. I am too. Good stuff. Well, uh, anything else you want to, you want to add before we get out of here? Uh, let's just plug it up. Of course, we want to, Throw a shout out to all of our podcasting buddies. We got Jeff and Scott, the wrestling figure, or fully posable, the wrestling figure podcast over there. Mm-hmm. They drop a new show every Sunday, just like this one. Great dudes and a really fun, really fun podcast. And then, of course, Scott has his other program, Drunk Wrestling History. Absolutely. They're not always right, but they are always drunk. Uh, there's Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. We talked about them a bit uh, earlier. Yep. Another great show. In fact, um, Oh, tier one. He actually got to meet up with Eric Andrew Vinsel the other day. Dude, I saw that. I was like, man, that, that sounds like uh, that'd be a fun dinner to take part in. I'm right. jealous. They had a Toy Ohio, I'm guessing. Is that where they met up? Uh, I don't think it was actually at Toy Toy Ohio yet. It was just, uh, I think they. Just a little meetup, huh? Well, I think, if I remember correctly, Travis bought something from Drew and they don't live too far from each other. Okay. And they kind of agreed to like some mutual meetup and they all had dinner. And I was like, man, that would be so much fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, check out Doing the Favor. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with uh, Steve and Eric over there. Another really fun show. Definitely. Uh, the Ringside Rant with RJ, mm-hmm. another good friend of the show. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Yep. Boot to the Face is another fun one. Tales from the Estate with uh, Drew Vinsel, who we mentioned before, and his yeah. wife, Caitlin. Another great podcast, of course. Absolutely. Always look forward to that that show. Absolutely. Me as well. Uh, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and all his, uh, all his bros over there. Yep. The uh, Trivia with Buds podcast with our pal Ryan Buds. Yes. Another really fun one. Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot over there is another great show, especially if you're a wrestling figure fan. 
Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with our buddy Richard, and then Howlin' with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf. In fact, uh, he's doing some great stuff over there, uh, the Chop Shop. Um, if you're not a part of it, he's doing awesome stuff, and the latest figure has shipped. So nice. if you're a Chop Shop fan, you already know about this, and uh, be checking those mailboxes. Awesome. In fact, I think mine's supposed to arrive Saturday, so I'm looking forward Very to getting cool. that. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Grapple Hold, To Be the Man, Evil Ain't Good, Tales from Planet Wrestletopia. If you like wrestling comic books, check those out on Amazon or Comixology. And then our other podcast, Big Underscore Band, we uh, we have a bunch of other stuff happening. Uh, you know it's fake, right? Uh, with me. In fact, um, do you know who my guest is going to be tomorrow? Who's that? Spico. Oh, hell yeah. So it's not a wrestling uh, episode, but um, you know, he's a guy we went to high school with. Yeah. He does some music. So I thought, hey, let's uh, let's talk about it. And it was a really fun episode. There was a... Um, you come up on there a do few I? times. Yeah. Do I? Do you remember giving him a swirly in high school? God, I was hoping... <laughs> I was actually just going to mention, like, did you guys talk about the swirly? So, full disclosure, we talk about all that stuff we recorded. That was easily the best thing we did. Yes. Well, right. Because I... That... There was something I said that always sticks out to me as, like, a funny... One of the few, like, things that I purposely funny funny said... And it was like, I just stormed in and I was like, it's swirly time, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually. As stupid as that was. He's I, always in that was so funny. So just full disclosure, how we started it is he's playing the piano, which he would do mm-hmm. kind of after lunch sometimes. Yeah. And so we thought, well, how about you just come up and we're like, hey, stop playing that piano. Yeah. And you yell at him and he's just like, whatever, keeps playing it. And you grab him like, that's it. It's swirly time, buddy. <laughs> and so like, we're like in People are there. Like, we just start filming. Right, right. And, you know, we have, like, an old school video camera, the whole deal. And, like, people are, like, watching you drag him to the bathroom, which does not look good. Nope. Does not age well. But then we did a great cut scene where I went into the bathroom and saw you guys coming in. Right. And then, of course, you know, we see the stall and we hear the flush and, like, show him later and his face is all wet. It's <laughs> yeah. just so disgusting. But great, great stuff. Yes. So much fun. Like, yeah, so that the swirly definitely came up. Awesome. We talked about the uh, the Chris Farley skit. There was a Chris Farley skit. Yeah, we did a uh, a drama skit where you were the Matt Foley, the motivational speaker. I do not remember doing you that. You don't? No. Yeah, we did it as like an acting scene. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to do that Matt Foley and thing. And you like busted through the table, the whole deal. But I don't remember doing that for drama. You don't remember that? No. Oh, that totally happened. How funny. It was me, you, Spico, Cooper, and uh, Demon. Weird. You don't remember that? Not at all. How crazy. That was so much fun. Huh. If there's video evidence of that somewhere, I'd love to see it. I would too. That would be great. But yeah, super fun stuff. Amazing. Definitely. So yeah, that will be a fun episode. I think everyone will enjoy. It's not It's not typical of what I do on that show, but I think everyone will enjoy a, uh, a different change of pace. Absolutely. Yeah. So that'll be coming up. And of course, uh, no holds barred with Bill Benis. I know you're happily on sabbatical. and Yeah, but, uh, you know, I still have to see him every Friday on Adrenaline. Yes, is, you do. Which yeah. Is, uh, so this, this, this time around, it's really not a break. It's <laughs> not. Know? It's not. You're, you're, I mean, he's, he's working double time. Yeah. Now, there has been, there has been a, uh, this week, he actually bailed on me because he got frustrated with me. So, yeah, he pulled a U and left when he got angry. So. I was like, okay. Well, it's better than punching you in the face, I think. Suit, suit, yeah. Who, who, who wants a, who wants an Oscar Applebaum? You know what I mean? I well, get it. No, I get it. Yeah, for sure. That would be a bad day for anybody. Yeah. 
Um, also, too, uh, me and Travis Fowler's other podcast, the TB Toycast. Yes. Every uh, every Thursday. Just did an episode uh, this past week on uh, Maximum Sweat. Yes. Classic toy line. Oh, yeah. Uh, all of Bane's tunes can be found over on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your music. Mm-hmm. And then um, patreon.com forward slash BBPH. We have several tiers there. You can listen to the weekly energy shot, watch PHPW Adrenaline, and then about once a month, get Breaker Retro Gamer. Yeah. So lots of good stuff there on our Patreon. We appreciate anyone who wants to support us. Um, all of our t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, WhatAManeuver.net, search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, or Big Underscore Bane has a shirt store there as well. And then, of course, how could we not talk about phpwshop.com the website's back up and running ladies it's, and gentlemen it's up if if you didn't if you didn't know it was down for a couple of days or not yeah. not even a couple of days and maybe just, well i, I noticed it, it and i messaged you that day yeah i think it was a day and um yeah that was that was fun times basically i just screwed the pooch yeah you, you did but it's back up now yep. um so in, in case anyone does not know we have you're releasing these shirts in series the first series was uh myself you, mm-hmm. Bill Benis, and then Tier 1, Travis Fowler. Yeah. Series 2 was just released with Mike the Cleaner, Drew Vinsel, Dobro, and... Soda Hunter. Soda Hunter, that's right. Series 3, I think we're looking at, what, September? Yeah, we're going to... We're going to do about one a month, one series a month. Yeah, we're going to roll it out the first, first week of September. I don't know the exact day, but try to roll it out the first week of September. And then we're going to just... Once a month. We already got that series planned. And I've seen them. They're pretty cool. We just got to... I gotta um, get with the guys and just make sure they're on board with it. I think, okay and it. you know, like I said, hit us, get us, shoot us a message if you're if you're on board. And if they're if if the guys that we've already done designs for are not on board, guess what? I'm gonna make the t-shirts for myself anyway because I think they look cool. So there you go. So suck it. <laughs> uh, also, uh, check out Outsiders Beard Co. If you got a beard. Absolutely. Get you some some beard balm, beard oil. Make that beard look phenomenal. Absolutely, man. It's getting closer and closer to fall, and that means those fall scents are going to be coming up soon, so be on the lookout. Definitely be on the lookout. In fact, uh, there was only a 24-hour period there recently to get Candle Jack. Yeah, if you missed out, you missed out. It's actually been up all week. I totally forgot to take it down. Well, there you go. So, (laughs) But I'm going to try to have it taken down. If not, you know, hey, lucky you. You get another opportunity. There you go. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as I hang over I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.